Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. What's happening? It's spring's here. I don't know that. It's supposed to snow here. I don't know. I'm recording this before it actually falls. We're supposed to get a couple inches. You know, spring things. But that's fine. That's dandy. Because uh, while it might be chilly up here, the action is hot down in Maryland. Uh, boy, howdy. What a weekend we had for ourselves, didn't we, Black Bears fans? As the Johnstown Tomahawks come in to Maryland for their last regular season appearance of the year, a three-game set. They had this uh, three-game set before in October, right before Halloween. The Maryland Black Bears swept those games, and they look to do it once again this past weekend. And um, I think you, uh, I think you already know. You already know the Black Bears had to do it to them. We'll start off with the fact that there were still a lot of uh, injuries and illness happening here. Brandon Piku out for a second straight uh, week. Gabriel Wessling getting on the ill list. And uh, Clint Millimock is uh, absent. Don't know if he was down with the sickness uh, this weekend. But uh, associate head coach Kim Weiss took over the acting head coaching duties as she becomes the first woman to coach an NAHL game. And I have to say, uh, success, much success, uh, starting on Friday and all the way through. We'll start with uh, Friday, because that's how days of the week work. We'll start with Friday, and a big offensive push uh, from the Black Bears, trying to get things going, trying to get the weekend started off right. Almost a little bit of a counterpunch from Johnstown, but uh, Maryland was able to stave off the power play chance they had, in fact, getting more shorthanded chances than the Tomahawks did on the power play. Right after the power play was over, though, Christian Catalano decides to pot his 27th of the season. A nice little wrist shot ripped home uh, to the back of the net behind Adam Johnson, his 27th. Brad McNeil, another assist, his 35th on the season. Caleb Thiessen, his 18th assist. It's such a shorthanded goal. Uh, but there is no, there was no penalty of record. The penalty that the Maryland did have uh, expired like a minute earlier, so is what it is. We'll go, we'll go with it for right now. Uh, then just before the end of the period, with 2:08 remaining, Luke Van Wy on the power play has all the time in the world to rip one home uh, from the point for his 13th of the year. Catalano his 25th assist, and Sean Kilcullen his 29th assist. On the power play. But low, only 31 seconds later, David Matusik pots home his ninth of the year as uh, he put a home a rebound, cut the lead in half going into the intermission, and Black Bears up 2-1. to one. But things got started early, and from uh, a somewhat of an unlikely source, Caleb Craven got put into the forward position this weekend as Luca Mel dropped back to his natural defensive position. But Craven... Uh, looks like he's been a forward his entire life as he just drove to the net, goes backhand cross crease for his first NAHL goal. Uh, congratulations to him on that. A very excited team, uh, a very excited Craven. Everyone excited for Caleb Craven on his first of the year. Luke Van Wy, 28th assist. Cal Essenmacher, his sixth assist. Maryland up 3-1. to one. Can't stop, won't stop, uh-uh. As Christian Catalano then nets a shorthanded goal. As off a mini breakaway after he was sprung by Brad McNeil, Catalano stays with it, gets his own rebound, puts it home for his 28th of the year. Brad McNeil's 36th 
assist. Luke Amell, his second assist of the season. Black Bears up 4-1. to one. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh. Bad boy for life as Brad McNeil gets on the goal-scoring clip as he pots home his 15th of the year. Just a big drive to the net. Uh, goes relentlessly to get that uh, that loose puck. Puts it home. It is five to one. Cal Essenmacher, his seventh assist, second of the game. Sean Kilcullen, his thirtieth assist, second of the game. Black Bears up five to one. And hey, before everything let out, why not get one in with under two minutes remaining? That's what Sean Kilcullen did. It was the second top play of the week in the NHL. Brought to you by the Army National Guard Reserve or something. Some kind of thing there. As uh, Kilcullen pots home his eighth. Uh, just a cross-ice pass from Shankula that hit Kareem El-Bashir, who gets to Sean Kilcullen. And in the net it goes. El-Bashir, his fifth assist of the year. Adam Shankula, his 20th assist. William Hackinson not uh, tested too much after that first period. Uh, got 11 shots on, but uh, stopped all of them in the second period. Third period, five shots on, stopped all of those. Maryland didn't do much of a push in the third period. They had six shots on net. But they get the victory. They had enough to secure it. 6-1 to one the final as they take home the first of two games. Uh, Hackinson, 24 assists as a whole. Kim Weiss gets the victory, her first. And uh, the Black Bears get another win over Johnstown. Pressing on to Saturday's game. Hey, second verse, same as the first. As Maryland gets off to a really quick start. Hunter Ramos, 41 seconds in. Just gets a nice pass from Christian Catalano. Ramos making that big move from the uh, left wing, cutting into the center. Rips it home for his 19th of the year. He got himself a fish goal that he was striving for. Uh, and Black Bears up 41 seconds in. Catalano's 22nd, uh, 26th assist. Brad McNeil's 37th assist. Black Bears up one nothing early. They would keep pushing, putting a lot of uh, pucks on Alec Rajlin Sharp. And uh, not able to find the back of the net until with uh, 4.52 remaining in the first period. Caleb Thiessen uh, off a, a nice little win by Samuel Stitz. Get a push back from Brandon Stannard. Thiessen makes a little uh, shimmy shake. Goes to the middle with wide open spaces, much like the Dixie Chicks. Throws it on net. Goes past Raslin Sharp for his seventh of the year. Brandon Stannard's 18th assist. Samuel Stitz's 20th assist. Uh, Stannard got slashed. On the play, and we'll talk about that coming up here. But he was uh, battered and bruised most of this uh, this second game. You saw him taking a lot of a uh, lot of hassling, as uh, they would say. I don't know who says that, but they would say it. Uh, the Black Bears up two to nothing after one period of play. Maryland again getting on the board in the first part of the second period. Adam Shankula, Adam Shankula, uh, getting sprung by uh, Kareem El Bashir uh, on a little uh, forehand backhand. Goal lights on that. Shankula's ninth of the season. Horacek's 15th assist. Elbashir, his sixth assist of the year. Uh, Maryland native Will Lawrence would get Johnstown on the board, however. Bit of a lapse in judgment on the breakout as the Black Bears turn it over in their own end and Lawrence in the middle uh, in front of the net to reap the benefits for his 11th of the year. Maryland up 3-1 to one after two periods of play. But then again, third period, they took control in a big, big way as they just would not stop, keep pushing things on net, really not giving Rajlin Sharp any kind of chance at any kind of breather. And that showed with 8.20 into the third period, Kareem El-Bashir taking a nice little pass from Adam Shankula. And it was too, kind of wide for, for him to make a strike on net 
on the blocker side. So he takes it around the world with a nice little wrap around. Everyone was out of position thinking he was going to shoot from an odd angle. Uh, he was able to wrap it around, tuck it in for his fifth of the year. Shankula's 21st assist, first assist. Sean Kilcullen's 31st assist. Black Bears up 4-1. to one. Then past the halfway point with under eight minutes remaining, Riley Rue powers home his fourth of the year off a nice little uh, pass from Trey Scott. And there you go. It is to 5-1. Rue's fourth of the year. Trey Scott's 15th assist. Cal Essenmacher's eighth assist. Black Bears up 5-1. to one. And then things got quite feisty after that point. Uh, plenty of roughing calls. Plenty of cross-checking calls. Some head contact. A lot of 10-minute misconducts in this one as uh, the plot thickened towards the end of this one as the Black Bears and uh, Johnstown Tomahawks combine for 78 minutes in penalties, most of them coming in the third period. Uh, in fact, uh, 70 of those minutes coming in the third period. So there's that as something to look forward to going into the third game. 5-1 to one win for Maryland on Saturday night. William Hackinson, 14 saves as Johnstown not able to get more than five shots in any of the three periods on Saturday night. Defense locking it down as uh, an offense really stepping up. 42-15 to 15 were the shot totals. And with that win, the Black Bears also clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they were able to uh, exceed the total that Johnstown can get for the rest of the game, the rest of the season. That includes all the games and hands that Johnstown have. So uh, that clinches the Black Bears into the playoffs. Their first uh, Robbie Cup uh, playoff berth since 2021. Of course, last year they missed it, but uh, the year before they got to the East Final against Maine. So a nice little stroll, uh, some happiness of the clinching, and then the feistiness of what's to come on Sunday. And uh, boy, howdy, was it a feisty one. Black Bears uh, opting to go with Jack Wenicke in net, and he played fantastic at the start as Johnstown really trying to put the pressure on quickly. Uh, Wenicke and the defense were able to stop that. Two huge saves, one on a breakaway for Wenicke, one just a big glove save for himself in the first period to keep a clean sheet through one. But the feistiness in which I talked about started off with Magnus Godowski and Zach Hickson. They would both get uh, a nice little tilt going around the corner of the net. It would result in a 2-5-10 for each combatant uh, with Godowski getting the decision. Really, Godowski was uh, just hanging out holding on to Hickson. Hickson dropped all the gloves, started uh, throwing some shots. Godowski's like, all right, if we want to go, let's do this. And he just started pummeling him, Hicks, pummeling Hickson. And then away we go from there. Then on uh, an un, uh, unrelated power play, the Black Bears get Brad McNeil picking up the rebound in front of the net. Pottenholm his 16th of the season uh, on the power play as uh, Sean Kilcullen gets his 32nd assist. Christian Catalano his 27th assist. Black Bears up one nothing midway through the first period, uh, and again some uh, beating and banging, some roughing and cross checking between these two squads. Trace Johnson getting a uh, two and ten for a check from behind, but no harm, no foul. Black Bears able to kill all that off, and we go into the break up one nothing. Second period though, a little bit of Black Bears luck in this one, as ten seconds into the period, Jesse Horacek gets his fifth of the year on what could be the easiest. Uh, easiest goal he will ever see in his life as dumped in by Gunnar Van Dam goes off the stick of Adam Johnson right into the front of the net as Johnson was trying to stop it uh, from going all the way around for to try to set up a breakout. Popped right out in front. There's Jesse Horacek 
sweeping open net, fifth of the year. Gunnar Van Dam, his 22nd assist. Kareem El-Bashir uh, with his seventh assist. Black Bears up two to nothing. And then an- another power play m- just about uh, close to the midway point of the second period on a too many men. Uh, here comes Adam Shankula getting a tip on a Dimitri Kibru shot that kind of just popped up and over the shoulder of Adam Johnson and trickles slowly into the net for Shankula's 10th of the year. Doesn't matter how it got in there. It got in there. So a 10th goal for Shankula. Kibru's 15th assist. Trey Scott, 16th assist on the power play. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. Uh, Johnstown started to bring the pressure towards the latter half of the period. Of course, the defense for Maryland and uh, Wenicke back there between the pipes were able to withhold all that. And, hey, more uh, more goodness in this one as Raymond Perot and uh, Ryan Vellucci get into a fighting match. And Vellucci and uh, Perot, I, I don't know if they know each other too much. I mean, uh, Ethan Perot is the uh, def- as a defenseman and alternate captain for the Johnstown Tomahawks. So a little uh, maybe knowing the little brother a little bit. So a little fighting there. There was some cordialness in the third period when those two got back out into the penalty box. So who knows about that? But in any case, Black Bears did get bit by a power play in the middle of the third period. Anthony Galante, his 22nd of the year, just a tap in the side of the net. And the Black Bears still up 3-1 to one at this point. Under five minutes remaining, another power play for the Black Bears. Another Jesse Horacek goal as he gets a rebound off a Gunnar Van Dam shot, potting it home into the open side of the net. Uh, his sixth of the year, Van Dam's 23rd assist, Shankula's 22nd assist, Black Bears up 4-1. to one. 20 seconds later, that's right, 20 seconds later, Sam Stitz knocking home his 10th of the year as just a big scrum in front puts it home, and the Air Force commit getting on the score sheet. Magnus Gadowski, his first assist, his first point, as a Black Bear, Dimitri Kibru, his 16th assist of the season. Black Bears up 5-1. to one. And to put the finishing touches on this, Kareem El-Bashir, who had himself a hell of a weekend. Great great patience going towards the net. Uh, would just do a nice little toe drag, go to the middle, take a shot, tips off of uh, Raymond Perot's stick. Perot's redirect finds El-Bashir again, who just keeps driving to the net, finishes at home with only 108 remaining for his sixth of the year. Peralt's first point in the NAHL, and as a Black Bear and Samuel Stitt's 21st assist, 6-1 to one would be the final. That's how we end it in a three-game sweep of the Johnstown Tomahawks. Oh, it feels so good to sweep those guys. Um, as the Black Bears starting to get their footing, winning all six home games against the Johnstown Tomahawks this season. That's some, uh, that's some good rivalry. Right there, Jack Wenicke, 35 saves in the victory as both Wenicke and, and uh, Hackinson just post a one goals against for all three games. Huge, huge for the goaltending, huge for the defense. And the offense putting home 17 goals in the weekend, huge for them, clinching a playoff spot. And, hey, why not? Why not just we sweep the, you sweep the uh, Tomahawks? Why not sweep the Stars? of the week, and uh, that starts off with Kareem El-Bashir, who, uh, man, he has had himself a nice little renaissance here in these uh, last few games. This weekend, two goals, three assists, five points, plus six, three wins, eight the bowl. Gotta love it as uh, he is ready to go. And like I said on Twitter, I think that 
what we're seeing in El Bashir is what we saw in Dimitri Kibru last year. Kibru was an energy guy playing in the uh, lower six of the lineup, but when he was given a chance to shine, when he was given the right, right chemistry, he's shown through in a big way. And look at what Kibru was able to attain his next season, this season right here, 20-goal season for him, offensive powerhouse, just another speed demon we have out there, another Team Maryland product we have out here for the Black Bears. Not to be outdone, Brad McNeil who also had himself a heck of a weekend. He gets second-star honors for the huge weekend that he had. The captain with two goals and three assists as well. Only four shots. I don't know how he had... I don't know how he got a goal on Sunday without taking taking a shot. But, I, you know, whatever. That's beyond me. So, uh, good on Brad McNeil. Good on Kareem El-Bashir. And we got ourselves a heck of a time. Looking at the standings, the Black Bears continue standing atop the East over the idle New Jersey Titans. As uh, Black Bears, 76 points to the Titans, 65. That's 11-point gap right there. Maine also 65 points tied for second place. Northeast in the fourth spot with 61. Johnstown losing all three. Not great for their playoff hopes as they are 11 back of Northeast, but do have three games in hand, but that's not enough to catch up to Northeast if things were to go this way. Philadelphia, 48 points, also three games in hand against nor or, or two Northeast. So we will see how this goes. I think the Black Bears have, I want to say it's nine points uh, before they can clinch top spot. But again, you got to take it game by game, piece by piece, and uh, move on from there. So where do we move on from? Hey, it's that fourth seed right now, the Northeast Generals. Black Bears will welcome them into the den for the penultimate home weekend. As the last time these two played in uh, Piney Orchard, it was a split at the end of January with Northeast winning the Friday matchup and the Black Bears winning the Old Bay game on the 28th. And then uh, the last time these two met up, it was earlier this month with a split, Maryland winning the Friday uh, and then losing the Saturday game here. And it's going to be... Uh, quite the weekend as well because we are going into Maryland Day. That's right, Maryland Day, uh, March 25th, the day that uh, Maryland was first observed as a state, landing its first year, well, I guess a territory. It wasn't a state at that point. 1634, the third English colony settled in the British North America. Uh, just some fun facts for you folks out there. The only other time the Maryland Black Bears played on Maryland Day was last season at Maine when they won in a shootout 6-5 to against the Nordiques. So 1-0 on Maryland Day as they have a chance to go 2-0 against the Northeast Generals. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. Be dialing. It's one of the hottest tickets in Anne Arundel County that doesn't require you to have a court hearing. So you got that going for you as well. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for more. Little alumni update for you. Hey, why not? We got two, two, two players going into the transfer portal that are former Maryland Black Bear alumni. First, Reed Liebold, uh, who was playing for R RPI in uh, this instance. He is going to the transfer portal after only eight games with uh, RPI over his two seasons, tallying one goal between the two. So we will see if he can uh, pick himself up somewhere else. Uh, which, uh, you know, sometimes it is good, and we'll talk about the good in that moving forward. Another player, Cam Gaudette, who was uh, here for his last junior season. He has entered the transfer portal out of uh, 
since uh, leaving Northeastern University. 16 games played, one assist this past season uh, for the defenseman out of Braintree, Massachusetts. We will see where he goes. And, and we mentioned, uh, you know, you mentioned about guys who enter the portal. We had a couple of guys last season that are Black Bears alum who uh, changed their changed their place, and they're thriving. One of those, Jackson Starrett, who was at UMass Lowell, only played three games for his first two seasons there, decided to enter the portal and actually moved to D3 at Endicott College and thriving. His past season, 26, goal, or 26 games played with 12 goals and 16 assists, so better than a point per game for himself overall, and a plus 27 on the year for Endicott. Really good to see for him, and, th- and that's one of those things is if you – Sometimes it's not a fit. Sometimes you think it's going to be a fit. It's not a fit. Say uh, la vie. That's how the cookie crumbles. But you find a better spot. Jackson Starrett, really one of those uh, stories, the success stories in that, yeah, you know what? Maybe the place I was at was not great. Boom, you go down to Endicott, and you start having yourself a time. Uh, so that's a, a good for him and probably a better, uh, a better place for him possibly in terms of schooling as well. I don't know. I don't know Endicott's. Uh, programs. I don't know his major. We can go from there. But uh, portal going to the portal, not necessarily a terrible thing overall, as you see with Starrett uh, thriving in this condition at Endicott. Uh, some other guys uh, from Maryland Black, the Maryland Black Bear alum that will be going to the big dance, the NCAA tournament that is happening starting this weekend. That's right. Get your brackets ready as uh, we do NCAA hockey dancing, 16 teams away we go. Wilmer Skoog and the uh, Boston University Terriers, they will be in it. They won Hockey East, although Skoog was suspended for the last game after a uh, uh, after a check. So that's uh, that was a no bueno for that one, but able to go ahead and uh, help or, or be there for the Boston University Hockey East win. Who's Boston University play? Well, glad you asked. They'll play Western Michigan on Thursday afternoon, 2 p.m. on ESPN2 in the Manchester Regional. Michigan Tech, their their third goalie is our former number one goalie, Michael Morelli, as he is going to be out there to take on Penn State. As Michigan Tech, they play on Friday evening, 5 o'clock on ESPNU in the Allentown Regional. Also in the Allentown Regional, former Black Bears goaltender Andrew Takis, who's uh, helped the Colgates uh, go ahead and win the ECHA title. They will have a tough climb as they take on Michigan, uh, the Wolverines, University of Michigan, on Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern start on ESPNU. Um, So there we go. We've done it. Thank you all for listening. Much appreciated. Uh, we will follow on through going into Northeast this coming weekend. And then there's final uh, road weekend after that in Philadelphia. We'll preview that next week after we review Northeast. And it'll be a good time for everybody. How about that? How about we come back here in another week? That sounds good, right? Well, I'm Scotty Was. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, powered by Podcast Monsters. Hey, you want to check out some uh, good uh, good stuff on the internet? Well, I don't have that for you, but you can check out uh, Defending Den MBB on Twitter, and you can go ahead and follow us. We got in-game updates, we got news updates, all kinds of fun stuff that are going on with that there. And if you want some other stuff, go to uh, Facebook.com/slash Clutch and Crab Hockey. If I remember to update it, um, stuff will be there. And ClutchandCrabHockey.com for weekend game reviews and some other Maryland stuff sprinkled in. Again, when I remember to to do so.
But you guys, stay safe. Enjoy spring. Take your allergy medicines. Uh, and uh, cheer loud for your Maryland Black Bears uh, wherever you are. I don't care. Go in your office. Cheer loud for them. I don't, I'm don't. i not your boss. I'm, I'd let it go. Whatever. In any case, you guys stay stay good. Stay safe. Talk to you next week. Peace.